1: Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scouts. Here we'll discuss the best armband options for game week twenty nine, which once again is a double game week. My name is Joe, and joining me is Fancy Football Scouts Tom. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yep,
0: yeah, good. Thanks, hey. Joe. Um, yeah, I'm all right, and you can hear me, which is yes. Uh,
1: Hello. I gave a little celebration in my head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah no i think we're we're back on track this week i think uh, apologies to everybody watching last week i think the, the issues were were at my end with the internet but yeah all good here um I was up at villa park on saturday so uh an enjoyable afternoon um, a, surpri- a surprising
1: afternoon would you say
0: massively yeah we were uh we we headed into the ground expecting <laughs> a tight game against an informed southampton side and um we completely blew them away which was great so um so yeah, a good Saturday, and uh, and now kind of looking forward to another double
1: game week in FPL. Yes, indeed. Um, I've had a few technical issues of my own, so I was a little behind schedule today, but we're we're here now, and I've I've even loaded up some pictures and some tables, so that's all good. Um, Just before we look at um, some of the um, captaincy options, um, I just want to uh, welcome everyone who's joined us in the live chat already. Joshua, Peter, Ronnie, uh, Field FPL, Sandeep, Sugan, um, a real king and more. So what we are saying about it's a bit early for April Fool's joke. So we're titling this, Is Kane bet- Better Than Salah? And um, there is method to our madness of saying that. So uh, we'll talk about that shortly. Uh, but before we do, I uh, understand you've got a few words to say about Fantine, Tom.
0: Yep. So the, uh, the weekly monster tournament they run, it came back, uh, last week and there is a new one, um, for this coming week for, for game week 29. Now the monster is essentially building a, a free heat hit 11 for, for a single game week. Um, so it's quite good to, to kind of have a stab at that. And, uh, there's a big prize pool as per normal with these fan team competitions. So, um, if you're into that kind of thing and, uh, Few things take your fancy in this this coming round of fixtures, and you've got a good good, good good few ideas for a few picks. Then uh, go and take a look at that.
1: Yeah. Right, um
0: let's have a look at the fixtures
1: first, because as, as uh, we said earlier, it's a it's a double game week. Um, and so we've got a number of teams playing twice. So what I've done is I've got the fixtures up on the screen and I've also got a little snapshot of uh, uh, the fixture ticker from the fancy Football Scout members area. It's a very small bit. And this just shows the teams that are playing twice um, and I've listed it in a fixture difficulty. So we can see from the fixtures um, that Brighton uh, play Spurs uh, but they also play Liverpool uh, Arsenal are against Liverpool uh, Arsenal have Leicester as well um, Liverpool obviously have got Arsenal but they've also got Brighton uh, meanwhile Everton uh, play Newcastle Everton also play Wolves so in terms of fixture difficulties Everton are at the top two home games Wolves and Newcastle Winnable. Well, that was until we saw (laughs) Everton last night against Spurs. Um, Then next is Liverpool. Fixture is probably irrelevant for them. But anyway, uh, Brighton Arsenal away. Then Tottenham, another couple of away games. Manchester United and Brighton. Arguably, they've got the easier time. Newcastle, uh, a couple of away games. Mm, Mixed bag. Chelsea away and then Everton away. So um, I... Possibly won't be using my bench boost with Dubravka this week uh, because it's Mm. effectively a single fixture. Uh, Arsenal, Leicester and Liverpool at home, Brighton, Liverpool and Tottenham at home. So just recapping there. Um, My instinct is to captain Salah, but Harry Kane is slightly turning my head and is currently my vice captain um so in essence i think this is going to be a a, for for those that own both this is going to be a decision to make isn't it um liverpool or spurs salah or kane um so i've got some stats on the screen last four show the expected goal involvement salah 4.63 and he scored three goals um and kane uh 3.89 for his expected goal involvement he's in fact scored five Shots on target, Salah just trumps Kane. Salah also trumps Kane in terms of chances created and shots inside the box, but they are both good options. So, which one? Which one are you going to, which one are you going to captain?
0: I'm the same as you, Joe, I own both players um, and I've currently got the captaincy on Salah and the vice on Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you look at these fixtures, it's not like the last lo- last double game week where you know, Liverpool had um, Norwich and Leeds, and those fixtures immediately jump out and scream goals. I think when you look at these fixtures across the board, really, with those doublers, they're, they're, they're up against tougher defences, mm. are up against uh, better attacks, and vice versa, I suppose. And um, basically, when I look at it, I mean, it does look tough, I suppose, but then you've got to look at the, the recent form of a team like Brighton, mm-hmm. um who have lost four in a row now and conceded yeah. nine, which is very un Potter like, but. They're in a bit of a difficult moment. Mm. And as well with Arsenal as well, I mean, they've conceded in their last three now um, against middling teams, really. You know, they conceded a couple at Watford um, at the weekend, conceded against Wolves and Brentford as well of late. Um, And I think uh, the the good thing for Salah is um, that, that Arsenal... They did struggle a little bit um, with those kind of quick transitions at Watford, those players like Cucho Hernandez and uh, Emmanuel Denise at the weekend. You've got to think if they're struggling to to kind of contain them, which Arteta spoke about after the game, they're going to have their hands full with, you know, Salah, Mane, Diaz and and co. So um, I'm looking at Liverpool at the Mm. moment. Um, Salah hasn't scored as many of late um, from open play. Um, But I think when you look across the season, it's 19 goals, 11 assists, 8.5 points per match, which is better than any other player, I think, bar Ben Chilwell. And Chilwell, of course, has only played for, I think, five or six matches this season. So everything points towards Salah for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if I still had that triple captainship, I'd be tempted as well with this double.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've, I've already used my triple captainship. A uh, oh. massive brag to say with my 84 points <laughs> so far. <Yeah>. Um, but <laughs> if you haven't used it already, it's Salah. Um, it's a good yeah. time to use it. Um, it's also worth pointing out he's on penalties. He's placed Arsenal. Yep. Arsenal's um, disciplinary record is still as brilliant as it's ever been for the last few years. A lot of red cards. Um, could be could be some penalties opportunity uh, penalty opportunities, there. Um, yeah, my team Brighton. I mean, I thought when Dunk came back in, they would sort of shore themselves up a bit, but no. Um, yeah, it's it, it's I'm up at the moment. I can only put it down to one of those things, but um, I don't think they're going to turn it around that swiftly against Liverpool. Um,
0: no, no, and of course that applies to Kane as well, who is up against mm. them too, so yeah. it's um, so it's good for both players. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know about you, Joe, but I look at um, Spurs' fixtures, mm. and of course you've got the United game, and mm. um, United are coming back off the, a heavy loss against mm. City at the weekend, but generally they've been doing okay defensively under mm. Um Then there's Brighton, of course, which we've touched on. Mm -hmm. Um, Kane looked fantastic last night, looked incredible against Leeds as well. Um, They're coming off the back of two huge wins, the the 5-0 and the 4-0. But I think you've got to factor in the opposition that they've played as well. I mean, I'm getting carried away when I see players like this, but they have played Everton and Leeds. um, And I think this will be this will be trickier for spurs i think these two away matches i still think kane can do really well Mm. but um i don't think i'll be expecting the same amount of returns as we've seen over the past couple of weeks um in these matches and of course we need to you know spurs have been a bit inconsistent of late as well um yeah they've put in those two back-to-back big premier league wins but In the middle of that or around that was the middles for fa cup loss when they fielded a strong team Mm. they had lost prior to that three matches in a row Mm. i think against was it burnley wolves and um southampton as well and so they seem to have turned a corner a little bit but um i suppose with liverpool you get that consistency and the, the confidence which comes from that in captaining a player like salah which we're maybe not quite at the same level with with kane and spurs at the moment
1: yeah, I I mean I just when I watch Spurs, um they it perhaps it's to do with the intensity of the, the um <clears throat> the wing backs and the full backs and that, that system there. Um but they seem to be really good one day and as you said, inconsistent. They could lose. I they could easily lose against Brighton and Manchester
0: United. They could easily yeah, thump yeah. both
1: of them five nil.
0: Well, Conte Conte, Conte was talking about this inconsistency last week and he said that it was one of the reasons behind it was the um, amount of time they have to prepare for fixtures. He says when they've got a clear midweek, they can really focus on their tactics on the training pitch on the run up to that game it obviously suits them much better. He said they've been struggling with that short turnaround where they're playing games every three days. Mm. Now they're out of Europe, which is going to mm. help. Um, played last night, play at the weekend now. Um, so a bit of a, a decent run. So you, you'd expect them to be prepared for Saturday. Yeah. I think it's the Saturday, Saturday evening match, I think, yeah. isn't it, against Man United? Um but yeah but maybe that's the reason why um but there's no doubt the new signings are helping them you know Kulisevsky looked great last mm. night bentancourt looks like a real improvement so yeah. let's hope they are kind of moving in the right direction yeah,
1: yeah definitely um because um it, it's clear i mean because it, it's no surprise that they have the fixtures that they've got certain fixtures so close together and loads of teams have got midweek and then weekend games mm. and they, they seem to be bit better prepared for that. But yeah, I yeah. guess it's I guess it's a hangover really of two and three two or three years worth of poor investment by Spurs. And and as you said, yeah. that yeah. it looks now they've got some really good players. Really good they've got a, a, a better squad than they had uh before. Yeah. So yeah, I think the conclusion for me, Salah's still captain, Kane vice captain, but I I think they're but I mean I'm really pleased I own both. Um but what about, I mean, what about some other players as well? So, I mean, I've got, what I've got here is um, expected goal involvement. Last four matches of uh, all players that have a double. So I've, I've I've gone down the list and I've just factored out anyone who, who's just got a single match. So I'm looking at Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal and a Newcastle. <laughs> There's one Newcastle player in this list. So top is Salah, as we've just shown uh, in the last uh Slide Kane is second, so Salah with expected goal involvement of, of um, nearly five uh, over the last four matches Kane nearly four over the last four matches uh, and Then Mane doing really well, a great differential um, if anyone's got Mane mm. um, Double game week coming up obviously And Lacazette, his assist potential is huge uh, But as we'll talk about in the scout cast, he may have been slightly fortunate there to register quite such a good return last time out. Um, Son is just behind Lacazette. Both of them um, just over two expected goal involvement of just over two goals. The Son has scored a couple of times. Then Diaz, who's been a bit of a surprise. Another interesting differential captain. Um, not sure they compete with Salah and Kane, but but you know put them in the mix. Then Reggion and, and to Fraser. Fraser's the only other player out of Brighton, Everton, Newcastle. All the sort of also-rans um, that can get on my list at all. And the expected goal in bowl of two. Um, so I know he's got a sort of a niggling injury, but we'll find out in the second game of this current game week, game week 28, whether he'll be fit for 29 for term for the next double game week for Newcastle. Um, but yeah, looking at this list here, I mean, he really hammers home Salah and Kane. But some, some interesting... Differential options, if you want to go that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, Son appears on that list. We, d- we didn't mention him at all when we were talking about Kane. And I suppose the same goes for Alexander-Arnold. We didn't really mention him when we were talking about Salah as well, who isn't on that list, I know. But another kind of differential option. But I, I think out of the ones listed on there, you you probably look to Arsenal behind mm. um, behind Liverpool and Spurs. Mm. Um Again, the fixtures certainly aren't straightforward. I think, from an attacking sense, that Leicester game is the one which looks more appealing. Obviously, mm. Liverpool are going to be tough. I don't think you would look at Arsenal's defenders. I think both. Les- I'd expect both Leicester and Liverpool to score. But in terms of the attacking players, you've got Saka there, who isn't on there, um, but is probably the one I'd look at. But then there's Lacazette as well. I mean, um, you mentioned there that the he's relying on his creativity. Really, I think. I think Lacazette scored three times this season in 20 appearances. He hasn't actually scored mm. a goal from open play since December, mm-hmm. but he's obviously um, got a, a very specific role in that Arsenal team where he creates for that kind of trio behind him of Saka and um, Martinelli and then Odekard as well, a bit deeper as well. Um, he's got five assists in his last four. Um I probably wouldn't look to, you know, I can't put him above, you know, Salary and Kane, but out of that list, if you were to rule those two out, then that's probably where I'd I'd be looking. Um, yeah. And Saka, um, of course, you know, I think I was looking at some stats earlier and Leicester still are giving up quite a bit mm-hmm. down their left-hand side. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where Saka will be attacking. So, yeah, he would probably be where I would look at Arsenal, but... Mm-hmm. Um, no no reason really to go that far, I oh. think, given the options that
1: we've got. And people, people will probably wonder why Saka's not on this list here. And that's because I've sorted it by expected goal involvement. And while well, Saka got huge returns, once again, as we'll discuss on the Scoutcast tonight, when we're talking about over and under achievers. Um, he can, I mean, he's obviously very skillful, but he can count himself lucky that he, he did manage to score uh, so well from a limited... Uh, expected opportunity, put it that
0: way. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. You, you'll probably talk about it later, but that does time with Lacazette and his assists. Mm. I mean, yeah. I think his, his his expected assists kind of data over a mm. period. I think I think he's got something like seven assists from around about two x a or something like yeah. that, which which I'm sure you'll delve mm. more into later. But it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, but I still I still think he's a good option, and I think he's naturally going to get assists playing in that role in that system with those players around him. Uh,
1: Um, Well, let's have a look at uh, the defences, so-called whipping boys, so to see if any defences. So the defences that we're looking out for, really, if we're going to be captaining um, Salah we're looking at, at Brighton um, and uh, looking at, sorry we're going to look at Brighton and Arsenal's defences and now Brighton's defence there we can see they've conceded nine but they've been a bit unlucky would say mm-hmm. because their expected goals conceded is just over five so whilst they are quite porous at the back they're not that porous um, Arsenal actually doing well they've conceded four but they're expected goals conceded it's just over three so they're, they're they're fairly resilient they're actually the third best defense over the last four matches um, and then when we look at, um, at Spurs obviously we mentioned Brighton they're playing spurs are playing Brighton but then we want to find Manchester United so I'm looking at down the list and so they're actually one of the worst Um there in terms of expected goals conceded so getting on five and a half getting on for six expected goals conceded uh, they've in fact uh, conceded six goals there so I mean they could be there for the taking Manchester United on, on paper Kane could go and as you said if, if, if they've had a bit more time to prepare Spurs mm. they could so that's a sort of another notch for Kane um, yeah
0: I think um, I think the city game probably skews that a little bit because obviously four of those goals yeah. came for okay. united so then if you yeah. remove that i mean that's the case with a lot of the tables when you mm. when city appear against yeah. you or or, or liverpool yeah. then you suddenly have a bit of a dip but the these tables are really like just for a little snapshot mm. of what's been yeah. happening recently and then you can delve into them a little bit deeper mm. and kind of think why that might mm. be um i mean looking at that the, the norwich and leeds match might be an open one on yeah the, the, and obviously not involved in the double no, game week, I
1: mean, but um, could be good news for Rafinha. Yeah, they are. I mean, uh, once again, on the ScoutCast, we'll talk about underachievers and Rafinha's is definitely on that list. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, Leeds expected goals conceded over the last four. Um, they've conceded 15. They expected to concede uh, about nine, but um, they've got a new manager. And they got yeah, slightly new mentality, better. so we we, yeah. we could see there. Norwich still the worst, still the whipping boys. They're expected to concede twelve, and in fact have conceded twelve. Interestingly, for those who are currently with Wolves defensive assets on gaming twenty eight and are thinking of fielding them next week, well, they are the third worst defence last four. So they've moved from like right mm. from being one of the best defenses to being one of the worst. And I think that's something yeah. we might have to get our heads around a bit more with Wolves' defensive assets.
0: Yeah, they didn't look, it didn't look right at the weekend, did it against Palace? Yeah. Um, just some of the body language of the players. And then Bruno Lahr came out after mm. and was speaking about Hoover, the right back and his mentality. And uh, yeah, just from suddenly being one of those teams only a couple of game weeks ago where people were doubling up on that back line, we're suddenly looking at it now thinking, mm. not sure about this, but they, they do have a game week 30 fixture. So for, for people not free hitting that week, they'll mm. probably ride it out. But um, one to keep an eye on. Definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hoover failed to clean up. Kilman could be no more for this back line. Um, Mm. Elsewhere, looking um, at some of the better defences there, uh, Liverpool at the top. Liverpool and Chelsea have only conceded a goal um, and their expected goals conceded well under three. um, So which makes them the best defences, which was one of the reasons why so many people were interested in Chelsea back line at the mm-hmm. moment um and obviously reese james's attacking returns has, have added to that but speaking of attacking returns robertson alexander arnold these are these are great assets that can get attacking returns yeah and as we can see here they're they're, they're they are part of currently the best defense as well so yeah. captain i mean we speak about this often captaining alexander mm-hmm. arnold or robertson it's not actually that that's it's not a bad show. I wouldn't if I saw that on a team, I I wouldn't think that was too bad. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, we we talk about I mean it it's it's difficult. Any other season, Alexander Arnold probably would have been captained a heck of a lot more than he has been this year. It's just been because Salah has been that good and that consistent mm. that we that that we haven't had to look away. But I know some people that have captained Alexander mm. Arnold and have had some joy. Um I suppose in terms of their clean sheet prospects um I suppose the Brighton game is the one you would um, you would look at um, as the the most chance of a, a shutout. But then I watched the game at the weekend and West Ham did have chances against Liverpool, didn't they? they, they, they mm. did have them on the ropes a couple of yeah. times, and I know those those expected numbers are really promising there. Um, both matches are away as well. Mm. Um, and sometimes when when I'm doing Captain Sensible and researching it, a little bit of data kind of springs up where you're okay. looking at an opposition side and you're seeing, oh, maybe they can see a certain mm. amount of crosses from that side or a certain amount of chances. But haven't really seen anything yet, which has kind of made me think, oh, maybe Alexander-Arnold or Robertson are going to kind of rival Salah this week. But um, if there's people chasing out there and... This might become more of a factor in the run in when people are looking to take a few more risks, then Alexander Arnold is obviously mm. one of the the better alternatives to, to Salah to go in with.
1: And um, I, I think um, whilst I think logically it would, would pay to captain one of those two, um, it, fresh in the minds will be that eighty-four point haul from Salah. Um, yeah. from a couple of weeks ago yeah, and, and
0: what, did that, what did Trent get it was 6 or something yeah. that week and that thanks. will be fresh so in I'm... people's
1: minds yeah. and as much as you you know that that type of thing probably won't happen again Alexander-Arnold will probably get a good score um, it, it's, it's difficult to get that out of your mind on a Friday or a Saturday morning just before deadline and yeah, I, sure. I, I would be very surprised if you were going for Liverpool i say it wasn't Salah I'd be very surprised Great. those with a triple captaincy chip might um might be uh quite keen to use that uh, if they haven't already. Um, do you, do you think there is any better triple captaincy opportunities coming? Uh, for example, if Liverpool get another double game week, or Kane gets a better um double game week.
0: I think the. There will be other opportunities because of the way that the postponed fixtures have worked out this year is mm. the we're seeing lots of double game weeks and there will be more I think there's talk of a big one in game week 36 um, and there'll be some other ones before that obviously um this feels like a good week for Sarah I mean we, mm. when you when you're talking about game week 36 as a possible triple captaincy um, idea and I think Cancelo has been touted in a couple of places. It's very difficult to know where those teams are going to be at, at that stage in the season. You know, the title race mm. could essentially be wrapped up by then, it's, it's close at the moment, but game week 36 is quite a long way off. So we don't know if the team, you know, City we saw last year mm. when they wrapped up the title, they started to to rotate a little bit more players like Diaz and Gundahan weren't yeah. starting as often. Um, and that in turn brings in, um, Differential picks and things yeah. like that, but I don't know. Now feels like um, a good moment for mm-hmm. Salah. Um, I think he'll start both of these games. I think the fixture, looking at Liverpool's and kind of schedule, the, the I suppose the worry might be the Watford game, which comes after mm-hmm. this because of the, the, the timing of it with Champions League and everything. Some tough fixtures around yeah. it, but for these two. Um, I think this feels like a good week for, for, for or a good game week for for salah and um i mean i've already used the chip like you joe mm. in in 26 but if i had it mm-hmm. i'd be tempted to use it now i think
1: right. yeah definitely um and it's exactly what you say about the rotation as well and of mm. course with with diaz with Jota, with firmino uh with uh mane salah i mean you can't get them all in they're all great um so you you'd be happy with with any of those three really Playing, if um, uh, you know, as, as you said, as champions, as as if they progress further in that competition, and those games become a bit more important than than perhaps an easier game in a in a double Maybe, game. Yeah. Should, should yeah. they get another one? Uh, so
0: yeah, so it's all speculation mm, from my yeah. part at the moment. In that we might have a title race, which goes to well, hopefully mm. we will do right to the end of the season. But mm. I just think um, if you're pinning your hopes on a salad game week 36 or a Cancello Mm. or something like that. I I don't know exactly who's more likely to double in that game week. But if you are, it might feel a bit risky doing that. And so this feels like a good opportunity against two, you know, it's not, it's not got the appeal of um, Norwich and Leeds at home, Mm. but we know what Salah can do. Um, And he's he's more than capable of of getting a brace over these next couple of games.
1: Um, Just before we go, I just want to mention a couple more people in the chat. Uh, Field FPL, he's triple captaining Salah. So good luck to you with that. Um, Surgeon says, uh, sorry, Sugan says, too dangerous to go against Salah. Um, So we can see where they're going there. But Ruler 2 has said, I'll just captain Kane. I know they will get at least one penalty there and Kane doesn't miss. So we can see there is still a bit of a divide between Kane and Salah, who I think are the two top captaincy pick so i think um i don't think we're going too much out on a limb by saying that they're the two top picks uh Definitely for consideration true. but there are others there as as uh, as we've shown so hopefully we've given you some good um good candidates to consider um it'll be salah for me and salah for you um so tom good luck with that decision because it's the same as mine and uh, thanks for joining me and we'll see you next time yeah
0: thanks joe see you soon